My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we have Adelaide Clemens from The Swearing Jar, which is currently premiering at the Toronto International Film Festival. The Swearing Jar is about Carrie and Simon, an otherwise perfect couple, who try to kick their swearing habit before their baby arrives. So to talk about the film, what fans can expect, and what it's like premiering at the festival, here's Adelaide Clemens. Hi! It's so nice to be First of all, you are amazing in this movie. It's one of my favorite from TIFF that I have seen. I wanted to kind of ask you to start off with, what drew you into playing Carrie? Um, I read the script and I was blown away. It, it was evident that it was a really finely tuned script. And, you know, I, yeah, I mean, the structure was really fascinating to me. Obviously, the reveal in this film that I don't really want to give away because I think it's really important that... Um, I want audiences to experience that for themselves, you know, but the reveal I thought was just so powerful and so interesting and then suddenly it and, and thought provoking. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, I, don't, I don't want to use the word, the phrase like it's not as it seems, but it's not. And then I met with Lindsay and immediately I was like, oh, wow, we speak the same language in terms of what we're interested in film and what we're interested in storytelling. And also we have the same taste, which is really rare, you know, um, to find someone who, who who is drawn to the same sort of performance quality as, as you are. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very difficult for me because there's so yeah. much I can't talk about. And this is a really hard interview. That's what makes it so good, though, because if it wasn't hard, then it wouldn't have been a, a good movie. I want to ask you about your, I love the relationship that Carrie has, obviously, with Simon. So what was it like working with Patrick and how did you guys kind of prep together? Because it literally feels like you guys have been married forever. It was a little bit challenging at the start because we were in quarantine and so we was we were rehearsing via Zoom, you know, and I mean, we didn't, it's an independent film. So we didn't have the luxury of, of rehearsal in person. So we came here and we quarantined. And then, yeah, every day we would just get on Zoom and kind of run the scenes. I was nervous at first. I was wondering how, it, it's so different when you're physically in a space with someone. Patrick is so professional. He's so grounded. He was just perfect assignment. And once we started shooting, it was pretty evident straight off the bat that we, I don't know, we, we were very relaxed around each other. We, it was so important that we kind of get each other's sense of humor and we just kind of went from there. We were just lucky. We were really lucky. I love everything about their relationship. And I was watching it and I was just going, man, like, I wish like this was a relationship I had. It's just such yeah. an ideal, beautiful relationship that you guys have yeah. together. Yeah. And some of the scenes just, I mean, you're hysterical in them. I even love, I think I could say this because it's in the trailer, the singing, obviously. Was that part of the audition? Did they add that in when they found out you could sing? Or no, no, no. Um, The Swearing Jar was originally a play. It came to, uh, I think it started at the Toronto Fringe and then it was also in New York. And so, and in the play, there was this music that Kate, Kate also wrote. She's really talented. So it, it was it was important that the actor could, could sing and I wasn't sure if I I was like I I know I I had that like feeling uh and I love when I get that feeling when I I read a script and I'm I always I'm like may I 
please let me, you know, please let me do this. I, th- I really think I can do this. But the singing component, I, I didn't know what they wanted. And um, so I just, I chose, I chose a, a song by Leonard Cohen, a male singer, because I didn't want to be compared to a female singer. Um, I sang like Chelsea Hotel into my, into my uh, iPhone and I sent it off. You know, and I didn't know, like I like I sing by myself, like a lot of people do, but I, I don't, I, I, I've never sung um, on stage or in film. So I was really nervous. And then Lindsay was like, I want her to be, you know, I think like, I, this isn't a musical. I would, I would, it, it's a, it's a film where the music is very important to the characters. And so it's a part of the film. You know, and also I think for Carrie, I think she's able to express herself in a truer way through song um, and through her lyrics. She's so, you know, humor is her defense mechanism. And so I think it's sometimes hard for her to, to kind of lean into any sentimentality or anything too profound, but she can do that in song. I don't know, I got the part and I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Um, so I got singing lessons and I loved that. I like did a vocal warm up for an hour every day and I loved it. It was so fun. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't believe you were even nervous. It's you were, I mean, it was beautiful. At first I was like, I don't know if that's her because it was so good. And a lot of times actresses, you know, like they lip it or whatever. And at the end, I literally waited and I saw your name and I was like, oh my God, it really was. I'm oh, like, it was yeah. her. So yeah, wow. you were, I mean, it was really oh, good. So um, I love, and again, it's so difficult to talk about, but I love the structure of the film yeah. because yeah. I, it's the, I mean, the opening scene is hilarious. I mean, right off the bat with the song that you're yeah. singing. I mean, I was dying and then I had no idea what that meant. And then it was very like, you know, you're interspersed with Owen, which we don't really know why. And then, you know, things kind of unfold yeah. that way. So as an actor, when you're reading a script, that's so, there's so many different scenes happening simultaneously right yeah in a different headspace in various scenes how do yeah. you prepare for that because there were some scenes where I was like wait a minute I'm confused mm-hmm. and like you know and it all makes sense in the end how do you prepare for that when you're reading it script wise you have to really be prepared especially when you're working in an independent film um yeah and I loved it like I love that I love like give me script work and I will do it all day long. I love just reading, 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 reading and breaking it down. And and I created two timelines for myself that, you know, obviously we have the, we, we have the timeline that was in the script, but I, you know, um, Lindsay had really interesting shots in mind and, and the cinematographer uh, Jordan was brilliant. Um, and they had these, you know, they had these references from like Manchester by the sea and um, actually if Beale Street could talk as well. And so I needed to understand like their cutting points. So I, I like, I, I wanted to know what they were trying to achieve there. And then obviously I needed to play the actual like chronological experience um, um, of Carrie. So, you know, once you, once you consume something enough that it's, it's kind of in your, it was always in my brain. I was like, okay, well, hold on. Okay, this is where, where she is. This is where we're cutting to as well. And um, I didn't want to be too, I think it just became second nature eventually. I have so many questions about the last like 30 seconds, which I wish I could ask you. For you, what are you hoping fans get out of it with watching it? Because I feel like it's very hopeful. It's loving. There's so much happiness in it. What I love about this film is, and after the premiere last night, there are all these people who have these different 
takes on it and it means different things to them. I think, you know, for me, it was very much about betrayal and denial and I can't say the other theme, um, but ultimately, you know, the swearing jar to me, it was not intended as like a heavy handed sort of metaphor or anything, but I think it's that like, you know, the swearing jar is what they put, they kind of insert into their lives um, in order to like become the perfect parents. <laughs> and then they can't plan for what happens. And, um, and Carrie is imperfect, completely imperfect. Denial is coping mechanism that sort of, that she leans on. For me, it's, it's a commentary on how, things that happen can really stagnate you in life. And sometimes you need someone to walk into your life and kind of wake you up and maybe you've lost yourself. But then again, yeah, I want, I want people like, it's about relationships. It's that like, yeah, Patrick and Carrie have this incredible bond and, you know, they really like communicate through humor and pranks and Carrie meets Owen. And he, I think what Owen does is Owen is so honest about where he's at in life. He's like, I'm not killing it. You know, I work in a bookstore and I want to be a musician. And like, by no means am I perfect. Have I live up, lived up to any of the expectations I put on myself? And Carrie really needs someone like that in her life. Who And then suddenly he he's sort of holding this mirror up to her and she's realizing what, you know, what she's kind of let go of. Oh, has to let go. Well, I mean, it's so good. We're probably out of time. My last question was just really quickly. What would they spend the money on from the jar? What do you mean? Um, Patrick? Like, yeah, like if Simon, Simon and Carrie, if they actually spent the money from the jar, what do you think they would have spent it on? A 40th birthday, I think. Yeah. And their kid, yeah. I mean, they would have done something. But I think she really, really... Is like this is for his 40th birthday. Well, I want to thank you so much. It's so good. I'm telling everybody to go see it because it's such a good movie. Oh, and it's so, so difficult. And I feel so bad for you because it's so hard to like explain how I good know, you are I know. and how good everyone is yeah. in it because of the challenge to talk topic. about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I uh, thank you. I think it's a really special movie. And um, yeah, I really want, I really hope audiences just go, just go and see it and, um, and don't read the reviews. <laughs> I know. I keep telling everyone, don't read anything. Don't read anything. Yeah. Go yeah. because yeah. that's how I saw it, and yeah, yeah people need to see it. Cool. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks so much. All right. So good. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Adeline Clemens talk about the film The Swearing Jar. The film is set to release worldwide September twenty third, so make sure you check it out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content.